right, and welcome to an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken, alongside with me, as always, Mr. Eric Norton. Eric, what up? Good morning, sir. Hey, I got to tell morning. you, I listened to last week's episode. You did. Dug the intro and outro. Yes. Uh, we're keeping we're keeping the outro music. Charged Up by Drake. That's one of my great uh, songs right now. Uh, bumping that in the car. It's just like, you know, minimalistic instrumental, which right. I love. And the way Drake is talking and rapping on the track just makes it even more better because he's like, dude, you're not worth my time giving you my full 100%, but I'm still going to beat you at 85, mm. and I'm going to still make this track fire, which he did. He did. He killed it at ACL. He, did, he didn't take a He, he, take he a didn't loss. take an L. <laughs> yeah, he definitely didn't. But yeah, so we're definitely going to keep this up. We're going to have some new music going. Um, Charged Up is going to be our closer, but we might, you know, um, uh, make things uh, different for the opening. Sounds good. Um, for oh. my other podcast that I do, we always did it on a Saturday morning. So I always did Good Morning by Kanye West, you okay. know, one of the one of the great tracks by Kanye. So might bring that in, but, you know, the 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 episode doesn't drop till four o'clock. Yeah, so you know, so it's not really a morning thing. So we'll figure something out. But uh, we got some some pretty good stuff to talk about. It's not a huge show like last last week, but it's a great show because I mean Tracy Hackler's on the hack, the hack attack. The hack uh, attack. Unfortunately, he uh, couldn't make it into the office again. Just uh, things are just crazy busy here in the office, as well as over at Panini. Yeah, uh, just product coming out left and right. So uh, you know he had to do some things over there. So we got him on the phone, which is just as good. Uh, so we'll uh, have him on talk. Some great product news with uh, totally certified basketball being a. a pretty much an international only product it'll be limited released here in the u.s wow so that's interesting uh talked a lot about uh soccer and the future of the soccer market we all know panini started with soccer but you know they branched out but now they're coming back full force tops is doing their thing Mm -hmm. seeing how that soccer market is generating some nice revenue for these companies some other great stuff. Uh, we're also going to talk a story that you did with uh, a collector and his um, daughter, right? Which I thought was really interesting, and it's all about uh, female superheroes, correct? Yes, sir. So that's uh, an interesting story on Beckett.com/news. Check that out. Also, going to talk to Mr. Matt Bible because he. Uh, I just I was searching Beckett.com/news to get my latest news of, about the hobby because that's where you go uh, to keep uh, up to date and, and all that good stuff. And saw that we are starting a retro box busters. We are. Which I mean, it was already there, but it was pretty much sports. Right. Uh, so Matt's putting a non-sports twist on it. Which is always fun. Uh, so he started off with, uh, you guys started off with a product yesterday uh, that a lot of people know, and it's a TV show that's been on for 40 years. Right. So um, we'll talk to him more about that. Stay tuned for more products. And if you have suggestions for some of these products, send us an email at, uh, no, radio at Beckett.com or just shoot us a tweet. At Beckett Radio, all one word. You almost pulled a Norton. I almost pulled an Eric Norton. You oh almost my did goodness. it. Uh, but I caught myself. So let's just get things started. Uh, new products and pricing. Uh, for new products this week, we have Tops Update Baseball. Hoops Basketball, the first product for 2015-16. I'm really excited for that. Uh, that comes out on the 21st uh, as well. Panini Playbook Football, Tops Valor Football, 
and Upper Deck CFL. They're all coming out next week on the 21st. That CFL product is interesting. Interesting it's, how? It's um, Well, we broke it last year. Okay. And um, it, it's full of players that, that we know, and you know, there's all obviously players that we don't know, but yeah. but, but players like Chad Ochocinco had rookie cards in it because- Really? Oh, I forgot about that. Because it was that. his first year. Yeah, in you the know, CFL. Yeah. So it was kind of that, that kind of stuff. Now, obviously, we didn't categorize them as rookies, but- yeah. Um, f- for the CFL, they were rookies. So yeah. it was it was interesting. Yeah, so we'll see what the uh, this is the sophomore season of right. this product. So we'll see how that goes. Um, as far as new pricing goes, we have the Cup Hockey, Top Supreme Baseball, and Tops Five Star Baseball all done priced. So check it out on your online price guides or your upcoming issues of Beckett Magazines. Let's get over to the stories quickly. Uh, before we get to yours, I want to talk something hop, not really hobby related, but kind of. Chicago Cubs are killing it. Yes. Uh, Rangers lost uh, yesterday, yes. uh, which was very unfortunate. It was you awesome. Were, you were kind of a jerk in the office. Uh, and you you put up a lot of Toronto Blue Jays things around the office in the bathroom on certain people's desk who are diehard Rangers fans. That's very mean. Uh, but I'm not going to tell anyone. So your I, secret's safe them. with me. I'm going to tell You're everybody. <laughs> you just don't care. I don't care. You're just walking it's around. It's funny to watch grown men cry <laughs> over baseball. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a tough loss. It was a weird, weird game. Weird game. Very yes. weird game. But uh, playoff baseball, man. Mm-hmm. Can't beat it. Uh, also, Houston. What happened? They fell apart. They, uh, you know, they have a great team, a young team. Uh, I was honestly excited to watch them go farther, uh, just because they're new and exciting. But they just kind of fell flat on their faces in Game Five. Well, uh, the, the good thing there is, it, it's a general consensus that they're about a year ahead of schedule, anyways. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be back. They're they're not just back. They're going to be here for a while. Was if, it, if they're able to keep all their core guys together, they'll they'll be fine. Was it Sports Illustrated that predict they did a cover last season? Uh, Sports Illustrated did a cover last season that mm. that said your 2017 World Series winner. Really? Yeah. Uh, so that's, I, I wouldn't do that if I was Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Hey, at least they're not the governor of Texas. That is true. Hey, and that's that's another thing is Twitter. Uh, you know, does the best out of people. Also has the worst. It'll uh, bite you. It'll bite you real hard. And the governor of Texas. Did a tweet on Monday or Tuesday, something like that, when yeah. both of them were in game four, when both the Astros and Rangers were winning pretty much at the end. And um, he pretty much was like, oh, can't wait for an all Texas, you know, LCS. And all of a sudden, the Astros got beat bad, and the Rangers did too. And look where they're at now. So, Greg Abbott. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's enough about that. But the reason why I brought up baseball, other than it being awesome, uh, seeing the Cubs beat the Cardinals, which made my day. I hate the Cardinals. But um, the game five of the Chicago Cubs game was awesome to watch. But Kyle Schwarber, this kid's killing it. Not in baseball alone, in the hobby, too. Hit this massive home run ball that actually, everyone thought it went out of the park, which it usually, you know, it can but now they put up these massive jumbotron scoreboards in in the outfield, kind of you know obstructs the way of the ball getting out. Well, this home run that Schwarber hit was so massive that people thought it went out. But after further review, it landed on the very top of the uh, right field scoreboard, and so some people wanted to you know obviously take it down, maybe uh, auction it off for charity. Uh, but the Chicago Cubs decided. 
to keep it up there, put it in a, like a glass case, and hope to God no one steals it. It'll be the ball that literally never came down. That I couldn't believe that they did that, but at the same time, that is awesome. It is to to cement a a a, a memory like that. <laughs> to you know, like you have to think about you know weather conditions. I mean, it's gonna snow soon, mm-hmm. so you got to figure out you know weather resistant you know glass or some. But if they're really able to keep that up there, like for good, like that's awesome. I like it. Maybe it finally broke the curse of the goat. I hope so, because I'm really tired of that goat. <laughs> I, I'm really tired of hearing these playoff announcers. All they talk about is this stupid goat. Uh, and I really hope I'm I'm going for the Cubs now. Rooting for the Cubs. Yeah. Now that the Rangers are out, Giants didn't make it. I I want to see the Cubs go to the series. I want to see them win. It's what if, been way too long. What if the Cubs win and like then the apocalypse happens? That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be really insane because you know the whole Back to the Future thing. Right. You know, is is technically right. this year or whatever. Cubs won the World Series then. You know, so and it, then it, Biff's president. And yeah, and, and yeah, a Biff kind of looks like Donald Trump. Kind of. So. Uh, oh my God, we're in a movie. Oh my <laughs> God, no. So, um, but anyways, uh, Kyle Schwarber's cards uh, are selling like like it's you know drugs. <laughs> not really, not really. Just kidding. But these these things are selling like crazy. This BGS nine point five Bowman Chrome Draft autograph recently sold for one hundred and seventy five dollars. Uh, I think that's a lot. I don't know. You're you're more experienced in the card uh, collecting and, and, selling, and, and world. selling world. What do you think about that uh, price for Schwarber? You know, um, it's actually down a little bit from when the product originally released, but it's mm. it's still a, a nice grab. Yeah. Uh, it's not just Schwarber though. It's that whole young core. Mm-hmm. You, you can't touch a Bryant for a Bryant auto like that. Or I mean, like yeah, that. like uh, him, Jorge Soler, Soler, uh, Solar. Yeah, Solar. Uh, Schwarber, I mean, there's uh, Russell, yeah, Addison Russell. There's there's tons of guys on that team and just killing it. They're all under tw- you know 21, 21 yeah, 25, 20, something, yeah, like something like that. Like so that. yeah, so that's dangerous. It, it's it's really good for the hobby. Very good because yeah. you know these guys are going to be along. They're going to be along for a while. So and, and they're on a team that people respect and people want to collect. Sure, you know they're not on the Milwaukee Brewers. No offense right. to Brewers collectors out there or you know Marlins fans. Uh, you know, it's Chicago Cubs. This is one of the the true teams in baseball. So it's really cool to see that. Um, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. I, I thought this was a little cool, you know, one off thing that the Cubs are doing. Uh, but yeah, so um, go baseball, right? Uh, go Cubbies. Uh, I'll be that bandwagon fan for mm. you know a month, mm. and hopefully when I go out to Chicago before Thanksgiving, there'll be World Series champs. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna rock a Cubs jersey? No, I, I would never do that. Uh, I will never rock a jersey uh, of another team other than my team. You know, my group of teams. Okay, so I gotcha. you won't see me in a Cubs. You might see me in a hat. I love hats. Right, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, like I said, playoff baseball is going on. Well, we might bring on Fleischer, Brian Fleischer, baseball analyst, to talk uh, playoff prices, see if anything's been going up or down. Well, you're going to have to get him some tissue so he can wipe his tears. And, and That's true. Uh, he's he's going to cry a lot, yeah. uh, which happens all the time with Brian. Yeah. Um, but it's unfortunate. But we'll, we'll try and get him in here. Let, you, you did a great story uh, that I want to talk about. Uh, in regards to a collector and his daughter, right. So I'll just give you the mic and and let tell us what how this came about and what kind of story this is. Well, it came. His name is Kevin. His daughter's okay. name is Mimi. Okay. Uh, Kevin contacted us during the month of Marvel we had, mm. and he said, you know, 
my daughter and I have this collection, and uh, we were looking to get it into super collectors. Okay. Well, we don't do super collectors anymore. I, no. I, I talked to to Mike about Mr. Payne. I talked about. He's like, you know, we don't do that anymore. I said, why? Well, can I put it on the internet? You know, put it on the on the website. Yeah. He said, yeah, no problem. <clears throat> so um, we did a quick interview uh, about how his collection, how it got started, and what really happened was he started in 1998. You know, well before you know his daughter was ever thought of. Yeah, he started collecting uh, female superhero characters. You know, yeah. so you know you're, you're talking about Spider Girl and yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So he started that, and then before his do- they found out they were going to have a daughter, mm-hmm. he put the focus on collecting those for his daughter. Yeah, so she can see. Or have an image of an empowered woman, yeah, and she's not getting all laces and princesses and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Yeah. So the cool part about it is his daughter Mimi really caught on to it and really got into it. Hmm. So now they have a collection of over seven hundred sketch cards, oh. printing plates, autographs, wow. uh, low numbered inserts. Hmm. You know, sketches are hard to come by. Those are, those are all one on ones. Yeah. So and that's the money. Yeah. So yeah. he's got a, a really nice collection. Uh, the article's up on the beckonews.com. Okay. It's it's a good read. Uh, he's it's a very positive thing. Like I said, he's done something for his daughter that is gonna one help empower her, mm-hmm. and two, she, he's he's putting a love for the hobby into her already. You exactly. Know? So hopefully she'll she'll it's be something she'll be into for a long time to come. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that you know he is showing his daughter that it's not all about ponies and princesses. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with. Right. You know, if I have a daughter, I would be more than happy to show her that side of the life. Sure. But I also want to show her, hey, there's some badass chicks out there, you right. know, that that can do damage and and that are sometimes better than men, you know, like Ronda Rousey. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to see both sides of of the spectrum with that. And it's really cool that someone, even though he maybe started it just for him, right? He he spun it to where it's like, you know what? It's not about me anymore. It's it's about my daughter and her legacy. You know what I mean? And to get her excited about the hobby, you know, somehow. And it looks like that's what's going down. That's exactly you know? what happened. Uh, he said that she now picks out the cards and the characters they go after. Okay. So you know, it's it's really becoming her collection. Mm-hmm. And you know, whenever he steps aside and let, lets her have full swing of it, I'm I feel fully confident that she'll just continue to do it. Yeah, he's also created no offense, he's created a huge nerd, you know. Yeah. So, but that's cool because yeah. nerd we're all nerds. Are, exactly. Yeah. We all we all have our nerd thing. Well, you know, I think a big thing that sh- they should do is maybe get these cards graded. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep them protected. Um, you know, have have nice cases. You know, so you know, Becca grading obviously a great great thing to do for that. He said he had one. They have one graded card. So one maybe, graded card. Maybe okay. we can get him some more. Yeah. Maybe we. Yeah. So they should uh, send me an email and maybe I can hook them up with some free grading or something. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a great story to see. Uh, Beckett.com slash news. It's on there. Um, some great pictures as well, showing off their collection. Right. That that's what was really cool too was to be able to see the different you know cards from back in the early, you know late nineties to today. You know, because there there hasn't been a whole lot of sets coming out just for female characters. Right. There's only but, three. Yeah, yeah. There, but there's been you know enough to where you can go out there and get what you want. Um, so it's pretty pretty awesome to see that. 
Uh, so definitely check that out. All right, so uh, next up on Beckett Radio, we brought in Mr. Matt Bible, the gaming and non-sports um, ambassador of Beckett Media. We're going ambassador? We're going ambassador. Right, we, cool. we went ambassador a couple weeks ago or a month ago. I think um, he's a guru. He, he is a guru, ambassador, uh, connoisseur. There you go. Connoisseur yeah. is a good one. Uh, Matt, how's it going, man? Good morning, mein Herr Schaften. <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa, Wow. That was a, a blast in the past, or... or I don't it's know. just German. It's okay. Just, it's just <laughs> I, I, I toned it down. I made it less angry than yes. the German people usually are. But it still sounded kind of angry, like you were yelling at us. Well, you know. It is what it is. Well, hey, uh, the beard's looking good. Thanks. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Last time we were on, mm. you said I needed to grow a beard. And here it is. You like that? It's, it's going... Getting, it, you're getting there. Getting there, it's getting there. I uh, mean, look at Matt and look at you. Yeah, Matt's got some work. Matt's got a, an intentional purpose behind his beard. <laughs> yeah, he he's got a nice beard. So enough about beards, uh, Matt. There's something that I just saw on uh, Becca.com/news that everyone mm-hmm. needs to check out because everyone's a fan of nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, looking back, you know, uh, from the good old days, uh, from their childhood, things like that. But what you guys are doing, which is an awesome initiative and something that I'm excited for to see in the future, is a retro box busters. Yep. Um, now, you guys just did your first one yesterday. Yes. Uh, yes. What was that product and what should we see from you know this, I guess, uh, this whole idea in the near future? The retro busters idea is just kind of a it's just kind of a spin on the retro box breaks that we've done in the past. You know, I used to walk by and see people doing in in the room doing box break for like two and a half, three hours. I'm like, yeah. what are they doing in there? Oh, they're doing retro box breaks. Like, well, we should do that for non sports in the future. And, yeah. But, you know, I kind of thought, why not make, you know, kind of like put us another spin on it where we have like a theme or something of that nature. And, you know, a few products started running through my mind over the last month. And uh, this is actually a really good time to be doing it because um, there's a lot of anniversaries. And that's kind of the theme that I've, I've chosen for the, the, the next month and a half. And uh, we started with 1992 Star Picks Saturday Night Live. Because awesome. October 11th, this past Sunday, was the actual 40th anniversary to the date that Saturday Night Live debuted. Wow. That's cool. Now, how was that box? Was there any cool hits that you all got? Or I mean... There really aren't any hits in it because it's it's 1992. Yeah. It's back to the, the the age of overproduction for, yeah. for pretty much everything. But yeah. uh, there are very very scarce autographs that are in that set. But I think it was just it was cool to to go through it and see all the different characters that that have have been throughout the history of Saturday Night Live. And, yeah, and looking at the designs, the designs very 90s ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know we just kind of made a quick box busters and. Picked out certain characters out of each pack that you know we thought were kind of cool and iconic about the show. And yeah, now, um, so you said there is a schedule in place. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the next one uh, that the, we should be looking out for? Uh, the next one will be taking place on October twenty first. Okay, and that the reason why I chose that date is because that is the date that Marty McFly and Doc Brown went thirty years into the future to two thousand fifteen. So, so we will be doing. Tops 1989 Back to the Future 2. All right. Wax. There you go. All right. I, and hopefully the Cubs will still be in it as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll, that they'll still be in yeah, it. Yeah. That'll be pretty cool. Uh, any 
other, I guess, boxes or products that you guys are thinking of that you haven't finalized yet? Well, he's he's looking at New Kids on the Block, but I'm trying to talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. New Kids on the Block, you know. That's, that, that'd be that's cool. A, that was also a Star Picks, wasn't it? Uh, that was a Tops. Was it? Yeah, New Kids on the Block. It, two two series of Tops back in 1990. Okay. Um, but uh, the, the third, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, is November 10th, which is the 20th anniversary of the opening date. This one's a little less significant than Back to the Future, but is Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. Oh, that's... 1995 Congress. Cool. So, Hell yeah. I got to see that. That's so one of my that's, favorite movies. Were you like seven when that happened? Uh, <laughs> let's see, 95, I was six. You were six? Yeah. Okay. Close. Six years close. old. Yeah. I was 21, so... That's hey, that was a good <laughs> year then. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, what are you guys trying to accomplish with this retro box busters, I know uh, it's been around, you know, with sports mm-hmm. things like that. But bringing in the whole, you know, nostalgic feel for non-sports and maybe gaming, you know, what what's what's your purpose for this? Can I can I answer that first, Matt? Sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, per- I'm, I'm I know that he has a whole agenda with it. Yeah. For me, it's the campiness and it's just the nostalgia of it. Yeah. I, I I like it. It's fun. Um, I had such a good time breaking that Saturday Night Live stuff yesterday and. Before before we broke it, mm. Matt came over to my desk and we were just talking about you know the different possible possible characters and uh, that brought back lots of good memories. Um, so for me, it's the fun of it, and you know, plus there's so much stuff out there that just odd obscure sets like yeah. there's a rock and roll set or something. I don't know what that is. Huh. Uh, it's just stuff that you know people might have forgotten about or never knew existed. So yeah, you know, yeah. and and. That whenever I saw this on Beckett.com slash news, I thought it was really interesting. And I always uh, wanted to maybe break a box of the Pro Set Desert Storm. Oh, we were talking about that. Yeah, I saw that at a card shop for like 20 bucks. And I was almost. That's I, a little yeah. pricey. Oh, really? <laughs> you, can get them, you can get them for $5. I was yeah, going to say 20 bucks. Like here you go. Farther. Why not? Yeah. The but, tops one is better, but what what do you think, Matt? What, what's your what's your agenda behind it? Yeah, I would say more interactivity with non sports fans and people who may not be f- as familiar with non sports. I think you know with the month of Marvel and Slamoween, um, we're 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 trying to reach a base that maybe we haven't reached yet mm. with with non sports, and you know some non sports fans don't even you know may, may not even know that these products exist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and trying to get them to, you know, kind of look back and say, hey, that's kind of cool. Maybe maybe I'll pick up a box and see if I get lucky enough to snag that Chris Farley autograph card. Or mm-hmm. just, you know, may, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Saturday Night Live, so maybe I'll pick up a box just to put a set together. Because yeah. it is an interesting set. One thing we didn't get to yesterday was we weren't able to read some of the backs. The mm-hmm. backs are absolutely hilarious. Some yeah. of the stuff that they got posted on the backs are huh. just priceless. Quotes from the characters and... Yeah. And descriptions of you know what they're about, and so I mean it's 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 a it's a neat little set, and I think that's part of the appeal for me is just the whole like like Eric said nostalgia, but also informing people who may not have known those sets existed. Yeah, I think really it's just a lot of fun, you yeah. know. Um, and uh, it seems like you guys are really making a push towards getting the word out for gaming and non sports, and it's it's we been are. a thing for I don't know maybe a year now. It's it's Has helped it us yeah. It's helped us tremendously tremendously on social media. Yeah. Uh, we're we're getting close to having the most Facebook likes of of all the, you know our competitors, mm-hmm. you know, Knockwood, but um and then you know followers on Instagram, forget about it. We're yeah. we're just we keep getting more and more. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, what was it? After after a month of Marvel, right before Slammoween, we only had like 1,800. Now right. we're, we're pushing 24. Oh, wow. So, so within a, less than a month's time. So yeah. we're getting a really good following on Instagram. And, you know, it's it's the, the social media aspects of it, too, are really, really, really good. So. And, it's, I mean, yeah, it's very important to have a strong social media following. Yes. Uh, Especially today. Yeah. yeah. To, nowadays, you have to have that in order to be successful. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be extremely hard to get your name out, you know, things like that. So... Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. So the schedule will be posted on Beck.com slash news, correct? Like of upcoming products. Yeah. I mean, whenever I, whenever we have a video, we'll post the video. And, um, I, I believe the, the, re- the first, the first post I had, there was, I had the three posted, but I'm, I'm just trying to come up with some idea. I'm looking at maybe a couple of Christmas products, maybe yeah. that were out there, maybe, you know, the Grinch is still Christmas. That's like the 15th anniversary that's coming up. Who knows? Maybe we'll do yeah. that. I mean, there's, there's, there's things out there you can, you can look at it doing. It's just, it's, it's finding them and, mm. and, and figuring out, you know, what's yeah. the significance? What, what, why is this important? What, what, what kind of spin can we put on yeah. it? Yeah. We should totally do totally awesome. Totally, totally awesome. What is, what, that sounds <laughs> really familiar. It's just a, it's a, uh, what was the name of the company that did it? It's, it's like one of those it's novelty ins- companies. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm going to blank um, on it. I'm sorry, Seattle. Yeah. I forgot the name yeah. of the company. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Archie McPhee's. There you go. Archie McPhee's. And they just did uh, a set of totally awesome stuff like gravy and (laughs) and taxidermied squirrels. Narwhal (laughs) and um, Easter Island heads. I mean, it's just random, crazy stuff that you would expect from a novelty store. (laughs) Archie McPhee's is like the the greatest store. Store I've never heard of it's that. awesome. They have like when we used to frequent there when we when I was there. Um, my favorite thing in the store was the Jesus and Twelve Disciples action figure set. <laughs> what is it like Spencer's? Like um, Spencer's in the mall and it's, stuff like that. No, and maybe maybe what Spencer's used to be. Yeah, but Archie McPhee's is on just a, a much grander scale. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'll be in Houston this weekend at a little card show. So if I see some cool off the wall boxes, I'll text y'all and see if uh, see if it cool. might be a box to come back to the office. But uh, but Matt, we appreciate you coming on, man. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, definitely awesome. Uh, it's a fresh uh, take on things to see things like this come about. Uh, so hopefully people get on board with it because it's going to be a lot of fun. But as always, man, we appreciate it, and you have a good one. You too. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here on Beckett Radio. Next up, we're going to bring on Tracy Hackler on the phone. We're going to kick Eric Norton out because we can only have one other person in here. So you're listening to Beckett Radio. Looking for an advertising sales career that combines the love of collecting and getting paid? Now you can have it. Beckett Media is seeking talented ad sales professionals who are avid hobbyists and collectors to join our advertising sales team. If you collect cards, sports memorabilia, or coins and have one to three years of advertising sales experience, we want to hear from you. Visit the careers page on our website to apply today. Beckett Media. It's not a job. It's our passion. All right. So welcome back to another episode of Beckett Radio. Uh, I'm your host, Derek Ficken. We kicked out Eric Norton again because that's how we do things. We kick Eric out whenever the important stuff happens. Uh, but we had to make room for a special guest, and he is live on the phone right now. One of these days, we're going to get him into the studio, I-, I promise you guys. But he is uh, he is <laughs> over at Panini. Tracy Hackler. Tracy, how's it going, man? Doing well, Derek. How are you, man? Dude, like I told you off air, it's been one of the craziest days here at Beckett. And I'm not going to go into detail, but... It's been busy, so <laughs> how are things going over at Panini for you guys? Oh, things are going really well. It's it's a, a really uh, hectic time of the year with 
football, the NFL season in full swing. We have our, our college uh, trading card sets are coming out. Our first NBA product of the 2015-16 season will be out next week. Nice. Um, Donruss Soccer is live now. There's just a lot of a lot of fun stuff going on, and and uh, I'm happy to be uh, right in the middle of it. Well, yeah, let's just kind of get things started because you know I just saw some of the Donruss Soccer cards here uh, in in the offices, and I'm I'm just excited uh, to try and get my hands on a box here soon. Uh, so I, you know, it seems like Panini and other card manufacturers are really getting on board with the whole, uh, soccer, uh, just, you know, frenzy, uh, obviously Donruss is out. You guys are doing great things with the uh, Panini prism world cup, uh, tops is doing their things as well. But, uh, how do sales of those, uh, I guess, sets in soccer compared to other sports, both domestically and overseas? question Derek I don't know that I can speak directly to the numbers because I don't know them but um, you know I know that s- soccer is a part of the panini DNA it's kind of where we started many many years ago decades ago and with our history with the exclusive uh, license with the FIFA World Cup um, our sticker collections every four years are just this m- massive uh, uh, product that is embraced by everyone around the world i've never seen anything quite like it in my years in this industry just how popular and well received that fifa world cup sticker collection is every year and that's always refreshing to see and you know our twitter timeline blows up with all these different languages and i've got to translate what they're saying and it's all (laughs) it's all positive you know and so, so i've never seen anything like it and then to piggyback on that in 2014 with the, the the first prism world cup release that was a, a, a phenomenal rocket for us and really appealed to uh, soccer fans and collectors here in the u.s and also abroad and you know you still see that product at the top of hot lists everywhere and want lists everywhere you know i think that that kind of reception and response both uh, domestically and internationally is what kind of paved the way for the first ever Donruss soccer product that finally released last week. There were, you know, there's a lot of excitement when that product was first announced back in February. And obviously we, we did our very best to, to, to do that product the right way. And that took a little more time than maybe we had, uh, had anticipated or that we'd wanted. And I know a lot of fans and collectors were growing impatient, but, uh, it, it, Personally, I think the finished product is well worth it. I think the feedback I've seen on Donruss Soccer in the week since it released has been really positive. And I think there's a, a similar levels of excitement for select soccer uh, later this year. Yeah, I, I just Donruss was, I think, is going to be a huge hit. It already is here in the office. And so if it's in the office, a big hit, that means the public's going to go crazy. But I'm really excited for select as well because. You know, you just can't get enough of actual soccer cards, and to try and go after that autograph of your favorite player uh, for soccer is just—you know—it's something that is completely new. So people are just going to go even more crazy about you know trying to get their player for certain things. Uh, you know, just—it's—it's it, it's not your typical. You know, and there's nothing wrong with you know football, basketball, baseball, and hockey, but. Man, soccer is just, it's a global thing. It's more of a frenzy when, when things like this come out. So it's going to be exciting to see those details as Select come out. 
Yeah, you, you really hit on it. I mean, the, the when you think about soccer as a as a North American collecting sport, it it really is an underserved sport. And I think the 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 insatiable appetite that you've seen, starting with the World Cup stickers to mm-hmm. Prism to Donruss Soccer, we have a U.S. soccer box set coming out at the end of the year. Select soccer with uh, match worn memorabilia and player worn memorabilia, um, in addition to the autographs and the prism technology that will be in that. It's, it's going to close 2015 in a big way as it relates to soccer and, and will pave the way for a lot of exciting uh, developments in the future as well. So, Upper Deck had they, they did this thing with Tim Hortons. Uh, which is an amazing place for everyone that's never... If you haven't been to Canada, you have to go to Canada, first off. And when you're in Canada, you got to get a donut at Tim Hortons and, and have a little coffee. But Upper Deck did a great thing where they teamed up with Tim Hortons and, and had a hockey set uh, for just Canadians. And supposedly, it's it's the new hot thing. I talked to Ryan Cracknell, our hobby editor. He says people are going nuts over this stuff. So we all know that Panini did a set with Taco Bell a few years back. So are there any plans for Panini to get back into that game and partner with either a restaurant or something similar uh, in the near future? Yeah, that's a fair question too. And I know the, the, the Taco Bell NBA hoops uh, promotion was a big success for us a few years ago. Even before that, we had a, a really a smashing success with, uh, with a, a, an NHL promotion we did with Molson's uh, Canada mm. in honoring the, all of the Stanley Cup uh, winners, and that was a huge success. So we certainly embrace those opportunities when they make sense, and we we try to make the best of them. And I think if uh, if opportunities uh, present themselves in the future, you'll see you'll see uh, other endeavors like that. Yeah. Now, uh, digital apps are obviously the new craze here with trading cards, and Tops, you know, does a great thing with their apps that they have. Uh, but uh, what is the state of the dunk basketball card app? Uh, we haven't really heard a lot about it. So is that still uh, coming about? Are there any updates to that? Yeah, the Panini NBA dunk app, you, you haven't heard much about it by design. We, we, we soft-launched that app. It's available now, and we soft-launched it during the NBA rookie photo shoot in August um, with the intention of, of kind of a full-scale broad launch uh, around the opening of the NBA regular season. So we've been, as you can imagine, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes to, to kind of ramp the Panini NBA dunk app up and uh, to appeal to collectors who are becoming more savvy as it relates to to collecting virtual trading cards on an app. And, and we're excited about these next few weeks and leading up to the, the kind of the full-scale launch of the Panini NBA Dunk app. We're excited. There's a lot of a lot of cool elements to it, from live virtual stats to special performance of the night cards, and um, I've seen a lot of the the kind of the background work. And it's it'll be robust, and it'll be something I think that appeals to new collectors, but also a veteran collectors who who know what that's all about yeah definitely we're talking to tracy hackler of panini america tracy let's get into the international side of things and let's stick with basketball 
Uh, so how does planning for these international targeted sets like Gala and obviously totally certified uh, differ from sets aimed primarily towards the North American market? So like, does the Asian market have a certain preference in types of cards and styles? Or, you know, what what's the deal with going into planning for these international only products? Well, I think the primary difference is just the distribution uh, uh, pattern and the steps that go into that. But I think the the fundamentals of a compelling card set remain the same, no matter where you're from or what language you speak. And it's, you know, it's value at the price point. And that's with cool technology. It's with superstar autographs. It's with with great memorabilia cards. I think you saw that with Gallup. There was some really sharp technology incorporated with the, the uh, silver screen signatures had kind of a movie, a uh, blockbuster movie theme throughout. Yeah. Um, and the, but the product appeals to, to collectors no matter where you're from. It's just the, the a few times a year we will do some international-focused distribution on those products because we all know that uh, there's a broad base of NBA collectors uh, who, who want – cool cards and, and cool products. and uh, But the fundamentals of that remain the same no matter where you are. Now, I want to get some product uh, updates from you since you're you're the product guy over at Panini. We see you you know, doing great work over on the Knights Lance, which is Panini America's blog. Uh, I get all the email updates from when you, you know, post <laughs> new things, so I'm always reading up on that. Uh, what about some new NFL products? Uh, we know that obviously playbooks coming out here in a little bit, but there's a new one, or uh, at least new to me. Is it Donra Signature Series? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Donra Signature Series football. We just uh, announced it and started soliciting it yesterday, and it was kind of one that that caught me by surprise when the uh, product information sheet ended up in my. It's all about autographs, and yeah. I think that started as one per pack and. You were guaranteed an autograph in every pack, and now you're going to get four per in Donruss Signature Series uh, football. And I can't wait to start s- seeing that product uh, come to fruition, so, so we can start showcasing some of the uh, the the coolness of that of that product. And then Gridiron Kings is a product that was gone from the landscape as a standalone product for more than a decade, and that we launched that last week and that seems to have been really well received completely different than any other type of product uh the the artwork on the cards is is cool to look at the frame parallels uh really appeal to player gridiron kings is going to be a lot of fun i think yeah and it's one of those things where i think court kings has been kind of the 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 staple of that of that art card genre for lack of a better phrase if early feedback is any indication that's the the art card genre is very much alive and we look forward to serving it and to your point it's just so unique it's you know any product or most any product will have action photography and and portrait photography but to have at least one release a year that is so dramatically different than anything else is is refreshing yeah exactly well one more question tracy and and this is the big one this is this is the the one to end all questions here what is the great Uh-oh. challenge facing the hobby today and how is panini addressing it oh, put me on the spot on that one that, uh, yeah it's well, a big one that's a good question yeah. you know i don't i don't know that the challenge is necessarily new you know i think the 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 challenge or challenges remain the same. It's to create a compelling product that delivers value. It's to to be 
customer friendly, to treat the customer the right way, and to 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 d- deliver for them on a consistent basis quality products that that have the things that they want. And mm-hmm. that's we solicit feedback through any number of channels on our on our Twitter feed, on Facebook, through our blog, through Instagram. Even we we appreciate feedback and, and critical feedback and. Uh, we we may not always respond to everything, but we listen and we take in everything. We try to make products that reflect the things that the customer wants and the collector wants, and and we try not to lose sight of what we're doing and and who we're doing it for. And I think those that's our that's a main challenge of ours, and that's one that we don't take lightly, and that we embrace the opportunity to get it right. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great answer. So you hit it out of the park with that one, Tracy. But hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. You know, it's it's always a blast to talk the hobby and to see what things Panini's doing. Uh, so as always, thanks, man, for coming on. Tracy Hackler is one of the greatest in the hobby. So thanks for coming on the show, and we'll see you next time, all right? Hey, Derek, I appreciate the opportunity, man. You guys be good, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Well, that wraps it up for another week here at Beckett Radio. Like, uh... Like I always say at the end, I'm tired. You're tired? Um, yeah, even though it's 9 o'clock in it's the morning. It's 9 in the morning. It's uh, 30 minutes into the work uh, work day, so that's not good. For you. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, a lot of fun to do these uh, shows. Uh, great always to get Tracy Hackler on, um, and it, I hope everyone liked his interview. That we, we had some issues at the end with him cutting in and out because my computer sucks uh, and my equipment sucks. Uh, so hopefully it sounded... <laughs> somewhat you know good you know uh but i think it was a great interview so shout out to tracy hackler for that um also matt bible man dude's looking like a freaking uh uh, paul bunyan in here man coming in and i know i know the plan he has for his for his beard i know where it's going it's it's like a a halloween cosplay yeah right so i'm i'm excited to see it yeah because I've seen pictures yeah. of previous years, so yeah. I'm excited to see it in person. But, yeah, that thing is getting pretty gnarly. Yeah, and that's one thing that I'm jealous about, because I can't get it too crazy like that. It oh, just looks yeah. horrible. Really? Uh, yeah, so it's you know something that I wish, you know, my, my, uh, my uh, I guess I could do, but I can't. But, hey, whatever. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hey, so, yeah. Before we get out of here, yeah. Slamoween's going on. Slamoween is going on. I forgot it's, about that. It's so, going to song. Yeah. Uh, how, how, what's what's going on right now? With right that? now, we're doing uh, Ladies Week. Ladies Week. All hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. The all the uh, all the cards we're giving away this week are mm. uh, ladies, obviously. And if you're a lady collector, just use the hashtag Lady Collector, and you will get two entries into the random drawings. Instead Boom! Of one. There it is. That's so you, you if you're a lady, you already get some some free stuff. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, or you get a chance, another chance, another chance at some yeah. free stuff. Yeah. No, Beckett Slam Moines going full uh, full force. Uh, it's very awesome to see on social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. So be sure to follow Beckett Media uh, on Instagram, Beckett Media LLC. On Twitter, we are uh, Beckett Media, all one word. Obviously, Facebook, just type in Beckett Media. You'll find us. Uh, we do some great stuff. Uh, if you haven't already, you know, uh, subscribe to this podcast. All you got to do is go to iTunes. It's free. You know, just type in Beckett Radio. It's there. Right there. Uh, whenever, you know, we upload a episode on Thursday afternoon, you'll automatically get it downloaded to your phone, tablet, or device. You'll be able to listen to it 
and hear my sexy voice and Eric's whenever he speaks into the microphone. Mostly your sexy voice. M- okay, cool. Uh, also, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Beckett Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna try and ramp that Twitter up. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's tough because I have like four different Twitters that I'm handling, uh, but that's no excuse. That's it's not. That's. I'm, I'm gonna try to help you. And I you, know Eric. that we've been uh, campaigning to get that going, and uh, you got four different Twitters. I got two Twitters and an Instagram. Yeah. So. Man, but we're gonna get it going. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely get that going. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun to try and get people more involved with Beckett Radio's Twitter. Maybe get some free stuff exclusively for Twitter. You know, for all you followers out there. So be sure to follow us because that's the only way you'll get involved with that. We do also have that box we need to give away, but that is true. I totally forgot about that. So guess what? We're gonna do another, uh, another week. week. Yeah. So um, let's see. Tell us. Same thing. Do kids belong at the? Yeah. So if you missed last week's show. Uh, we kind of talked about ACL, which is the music festival down in Austin, Austin City Limits. I went there for weekend one, had a great time. Only thing that bothered me was the amount of little kids, and I'm talking about kids 10 or younger that were there at the festival all weekend, and it just bugged me. You know, nothing against parents wanting to get out, showing their kids, you know, outdoors and things, you know, something different, but that's really not the place to do it. Uh, so we have a box, uh, a, a new box of Upper Deck Ant-Man, Marvel Ant-Man, yes. which is a great box, great product. Uh, so all you have to do is send us an email, radio at Beckett.com. Let us know, do you agree with having kids at festivals like this or not? You know, Let us know your thoughts on that. We'll get you involved. So next week we will announce a winner. Uh, for that, so that's two weeks of trying to get a free box. We'll do it at the beginning of the show. There you go. So, so right on the top of the hour for the show, we'll do it for you guys. But uh, like I said, I'm your host, Eric Ficken. I'm Eric Norton. We appreciate you guys checking out Becca Radio. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.